Yeah, hello. Roger, this is your boss speaking. You're 10 minutes late. Are you coming in or what? Sorry, boss, but I won't be in today. I'll be taking a personal day so that I can focus on my mental fitness. Mental fitness? What are you on about here? You gotta be in there. You can't call out of work whenever you want, but you can take a five-minute break for your mental well-being. Underwritten by the Lawrence Drug and Alcohol Alliance, Mental Fitness is the show that will keep your head healthy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Mental Fitness. I'm your host, Justin Reedman. I'm joined by author and researcher Mark Sheeran, who studies substance abuse and addiction. Mark, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good myself. So what made you get into studying cases of substance abuse and addiction? Well, I, uh, back in 1989, when I was 19 years old, I was in trouble with uh, drinking and drugging. Um, and I was put in jail because I had almost killed some people drunk driving. And, uh, and then I was mandated into treatment. But I also grew up in a, in a family that's steeped in treatment. And uh, so it was second nature to be involved in that sort of paradigm. But my experience at treatment was, was a poor one. It was, not, it was not a healthy experience. And uh, I was mandated for a year. And going through that experience, you know, where they told me that I would be diseased for the rest of my life, that I would always be powerless over alcohol and drugs. That, that whole idea, I couldn't buy in. And I said, I'm going to figure out a better way for people and start researching this. And I was always good at figuring things out. I'm just kind of a problem solving dude. <laughs> and, uh, and so that's, that's what I did. And I spent the last 31 years as a researcher building the free model, building the basically the, the counterpart to the 12-step model. So I saw you wrote a book called The Freedom Model, which is supposed to help you recover from addictions. Can you tell me more about what else we can find from the book? Yeah, the book itself um, is the culmination of 31 years of work. And, uh, and it's now being taught in some universities. And um, it's it's the non-12-step, non-disease-based approach to moving past an addiction. Addiction is not a disease. The common idea is that it is a disease, but we've, we've proven that it isn't. And there's research that goes on for many decades that, that proves that uh, this, this is a behavior problem. It's, it's something that people choose for themselves. And uh, so we list out the ways that people can move past this problem without labeling themselves you know, uh, an addict for life or an alcoholic for life. Um, it's a very freeing model, hence the name, the freedom model, right? So yeah, that's, that's in a nutshell, that's what we've, we've discovered and provide to people. So what is your ultimate goal for readers to get out of the book? To be able to move on without being in the trap of recovery. See, if you believe in the disease idea that you're a broken person and that you always have some sort of progressive illness, um, if that's your belief system when it comes to addiction, you'll always need to be in recovery, right? And at least that's the idea. And uh, we disprove the disease idea. We show that there is no loss of control. And we demonstrate that through 50 years worth of research that's been done on that topic. And, and then people are able to move on with their lives without having to be in recovery, without being stuck for, for decades with this. And, and also by, we want people to not um, identify themselves by something they used to do, right? Most people say, well, I'm a person in recovery. 
well, why not just be a person? Why not move on? Right? So it's a, it's a completely different approach. I, I also saw you have um, this public service campaign said um, treatment doesn't work. Can you tell me what that is and what it means? Yeah. Um, when you look at the, the rates of people getting past an addiction when they go to treatment, it's, it's lower than doing nothing, than a control group. And if we had a model, if the, let's say it was a disease, let's use their argument against them. Let's say it was a disease and the treatment was lower than doing nothing. If you had cancer and you did nothing, your success rate is what it is. And let's say it's a curable type of cancer, one that goes away eventually. And if, uh, if the treatment was, gave you less of a chance of getting past this, would it be something we would use? No, we wouldn't. We never would. We wouldn't accept that harming people makes sense. The largest, one of the largest studies ever conducted on addiction was the NISARC study. And they update this study and it's a long-term study. It's over a, de a decade of research. And in it, they have 43,000 people from the public that were all heavy users, uh, drinkers, users, both. And they found that as people aged, as they got older, over 90%, actually over 91% of of those people moved past their addictions to non-problematic levels or abstained. In other words, over 91% of drinkers, heroin users, methamphetamine users, all got over their problem whether they were treated or not. In other words, we always change our preference as we get older. We get wiser, we change our preferences, and we get over the problem. So where can people find more information about you? Uh, well, a couple of places. First, um, if they're in crisis, if they, if they need help, um, it, they would call 888-424-2626. They can talk directly with us. Or they can go to thefreedommodel.org or soberforever.net. Those are all the, uh, the websites. Great. Mark, thank you so much for coming on again. Yeah, thanks for having me. My pleasure. So that wraps up another dose of mental fitness. I've been your host, Justin Reedman. This concludes another edition of Mental Fitness, reminding you to take some time off for your mental health. Mental Fitness is underwritten by the Lawrence Drug and Alcohol Alliance.